We've been sitting here together And we fly like a birds of a feather Just want you to know That we're thankful to you You're the ones that keep on Making smiles and true We're still the one there for you We're still the one through thick and blue We're still having fun Cause we're still the one You come to us to get the hottest scoops Well, don't be worried Cause we've got the hoops and surprises coming your way we just wanted to say you're still the one who's there for you we're still the one are always true we're still having fun because you're still the one <laughs> all right everybody and welcome to creative ink willie and cassie podcast all right Ready to have some fun? Let's go. Hola, amigos, and welcome to Creative Inc. Willie and Cassie podcast. Good morning, Cassie. Good morning. Good morning. You want to introduce our special guest? I sure do. Uh, we have... Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Perio. Perio. That's right. That's right. Like Cheerios. Okay, I yes. remembered. Yeah. Perio was our first Canadian um, podcast guest. So we're really expanding. Uh, Willie, we're, you're in Texas. I'm in Florida. And she's in um, Salt Spring Island. Vancouver Island. Yeah, yep. British, British Columbia. Oh, my gosh. I'm in such awe because I am such a world traveler. I love to travel. Um, I get that from when my dad was in the, the army. We moved a lot and we, we traveled and we were in Germany for like over eight years. So, oh. I, yes, definitely got me intrigued to ever visit in your area because I love to travel when I'm able to definitely. Yeah. It's great to yeah, have it's you. Beautiful. It's beautiful there. Beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. It's great to have you mountains. here. It is. Yeah. Mountains and you've got the ocean. It's It's really unique. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. I mean, it, it definitely is. But nothing like the temperatures that you have there now. Like this morning, it's probably 9 degrees uh, Celsius. And I don't know what that translates to. Uh, let's see what it trans 48 in um, <laughs> Fahrenheit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's 80 out here in uh, New Braunfels, <laughs> Texas is where I'm at. Wow. Wow. Well, well here we've got a real international... Um, um, podcast going on. That's great. Yeah, yes. Sure. Oh, yes. Our listeners are all global. Yeah. Everybody. Wow. Yeah. Well, We've reached so much people. Yeah. All right. So go ahead, Cassie. I'm going to let you start off with our questions, the first three, and then I'll answer the. I'll ask the other three. Okay. Um, our uh, the first question: How did you select the metal workers for the theme of your book? Okay, well, some of them were uh, people that I knew, um, a few of them, and, um, you know, then it was sort of word of mouth and a little bit of internet research, um, seeking people out and looking at their work online to see if it was 
you know, of the standard. And um, basically, you know, the commonality between all of them was the fact that they, they were serious about what they were doing, they were passionate about what they were doing, and they were trying to make their, their work, you know, was the hobby. So it was um, a lot of, um, a lot of, you know, you got to meet so-and-so or, you know, this person is really good. You should look them up. So so it was kind of a, a very organic um, kind of um, connection with people. And everybody that I approached, almost, almost everyone, um, was more than um, excited and happy to, to be included in a book, you know, because... Uh, most of the time, it, it's a um, magazine article or something that lasts a month. Newspaper might last a week, but a book is, you know, something you can plop on your coffee table and say, "Look, here I am." You know, so it was very few um, reluctant people. So it's good. Wonderful. How long? How long um, a project has this been? Well, this one it took a little bit longer. This one like took three years, and and it shouldn't have should have taken maybe a year or two. Um, you know, if you count the, the um, press time and everything else like that, because the books were printed offshore. So there was a delay there with, you know, container ships and all that kind of thing that is going on globally. Um, but it was also COVID. And um, there was a lot of people that were reluctant to have us come into their spaces. They were not just seeing people. So that dragged on a bit. And then, of course, it was also contingent or hung on um, our photographer's schedule because they're professional commercial photographers so um, they needed to you know have that spare time in there because this was a you know a project because we wanted to do it not because it you know was a huge money maker for anyone so you know it was uh, a labor of love. Oh and now what is the common thread of the book? Well, the common thread is is um, fire, actually. Fire is the common thread. So everyone that's included in the book, from jewelers to farriers to welders to blacksmiths, they all use fire as their um, medium of choice. Like, not their medium, but their, that's the common thing, that theme that I, I was looking for. And I, I didn't want to, uh, well, I wasn't going to include anyone that wasn't, um, you know, sparked up in some way, right? So, so that that's the, a common analogy, and they all work with metal. You know, so interesting. Yeah. No, yeah. you educate. You educated me the other day when we were on the phone, and I believe it was farrier. Is that um, uh, farrier? Yes, that's a um, horseshoer. Okay. Yeah, because they they actually the the people that we talked to, they. Um, you know, like they used um, a forge to shape the the horseshoe to the horse's foot, and then that's one of the like the oldest um, you know jobs that blacksmiths had in the, in the bygone days. It was horseshoeing, and then it's evolved. Uh, um, it's uh, wow. <laughs> Tell us about some yeah. of the people in the book. What are what are their expertise? Well, there are, um, okay, there's barriers, of course. Um, there's two of them. There's blacksmiths that um, make all kinds of amazing, wonderful things where they, they actually bend the iron or bend metal and, and shape it into things like some of it is sculptures. Um, other times it, it 
fences, railings, um, and any kind of metal that you might see that's sort of um, not manufactured in, in a factory, um, chances are there's a metal worker, you know, a welder might put together, um, you know, like a stair railing or, or something like that. And there's some beautiful work that these people have done as far as um, expanding their um you know, their repertoire, and, and there's sculptors, there's people that, uh, a lot of them are recyclers, amazingly enough. They use um, found objects put together, like this one fellow, Sean McMahon, that makes huge, you know, wingspan about six feet of eagles, you know, and he uses um, uh, kitchen knives um, for the wings, for the feathers on the wings. You know that. Oh, kind of thing. So oh wow! <laughs> and and there's another woman, Bev Bev Pito, um, who makes dresses out of metal, and and there some of them are you know like ten feet high or not, well maybe not ten, eight feet high, and they're they're beautiful medieval dresses that you know with metal cutouts and stuff like that. She fashioned those and and. Um, you know, th th that sort of thing. Like, there's really a bunch of creative people, amazing. Like, more artists almost than, than um, any kind of uh, um, practical work. But that, that's involved in there, too, because a lot of them will do practical work for, for their main living, you know, through welding or blacksmithing, and, and other ones will, will just be on the creative end of it doing sculptural work. Well, while we're talking about the book, what is the name of the book? And where can is, uh, our um, listeners uh, purchase the book? Okay, the book is called Out of the Fire, Metal Workers Along the Salish Sea. And it can be purchased in the U.S. Uh, through Amazon. And what is the Salish Sea? What is that? Yeah, it, it's an area off the coast of Vancouver Island in Washington State. So it, it's, a long, it's a long water body that goes from Washington State on the on the very western end um, up through uh, the Georgia Strait up towards Alaska. Oh, okay. Now, where does the metal come from? Well, they, a lot of it, uh, some of the people use found metal. Um, you know, like they might use um, like something from a, a truck body, you know, like a springs or something like that because the metal is there. Um, they don't make the metal as such. But they um, they can buy blank and all that kind of thing as well. Okay. Okay. Because, yeah, because like what what happens when they, they expose it to heat? It becomes they call it. I mean, I, I they call it fluid. You know, so then they can shape it and bend it and pound it and stretch it and everything else to what they want. It, it's a fascinating, um, you know, craft or you know art. Um, yes, for sure. Yeah. Now, why why this book? What, what why did you decide to write and do this book? Well, I decided to do this book. It follows a book that I did earlier called Out of the Woods: Woodworkers Along the Salish Sea, which featured twenty six woodworkers that did amazing work. And then I thought, okay, well, I would like to do another book, and and so I started doing some research, um, and there was not one book on metal workers about the work that they do and the personalities because these are small profiles of each person how they got into it and and um just a little bit about their life and not it's not a how-to book in any way 
but it's more of an art book and the art of metalsmithing, I guess, or metalwork. And I didn't see anything out there online at all. So I thought, okay, well, here's a good project. And, and also there's a lot of interest in those shows right now, like Forged and Fire, like on television and things like that, and weapons makers and stuff like that. So I thought it would, would be a good good time to put it out. Oh, well, thank you for that. No, this is very, uh, very interesting. Willie, uh, you have um, uh, your questions there. Yes, and, I uh, do. What do you, you think so far? I'm in awe, definitely. Um, like I said, I cannot wait to get my hands on that book. It sounds so intriguing. <laughs> and again, all the, the just the historical finds that we're going to read into this book, too, or the pictures and anything that comes related with that, I'm I'm always into all that exciting experience. Yeah, well, there's, there's also, yeah, there's a historical timeline, too, in it, in the back on the, the history of metalworking. You know, okay. so what happened in, in, like, the Bronze Age or the Iron Age and, and that sort of thing. It sort of follows it through history. And, yeah, so it's, that's interesting as well. All right. This brings me to the next question, which will be, what is the relevance outside the geographical area? Uh, the, well, it, it's, um, it, it would apply to anybody, and like any, any person could pick up this book and read mm -hmm. it and find it interesting because it, it, it's a story about people. It's stories about people and, and people are universal. It could be the same kind of person could be, you know, working in, in Texas, say, um, doing the same thing and, and chances are their, their reasons for doing it and their passion for it would be much the same. And there are photos of, the, of their work, too, though it's not a catalog, so it doesn't show everything because found out that most of the people didn't really have a lot of work in their, in their shops because yes. that's where they work. That's not where they uh, necessarily sold their work because often to private people. So it, I think it's a universal, um, of universal interest about what people are doing. Uh, I think it would mirror very much what's going on in, in down, down your way, down in the States. Oh wow, fantastic! Uh, what's going to be next for you? What what new projects are you planning to do in the future? Well, I would like to do a book on um, ceramics and glass. Um, you know, if that one would be called Out of the Earth. Um, mm. So that would probably be the the end of the trilogy there. And um, but there are so many incredible um, artisans and craftspeople out there that. You know, writing these books gives them a little bit of exposure outside their normal realm, and and it's I, I'm doing it for them. You know, like I mean, I, I enjoy writing and I mm -hmm. enjoy learning from all these people, but but it's the um, it's a little bit of exposure that they can get in a permanent way, like in a book. So um, yeah, I, I think it's so. Um, uh, I don't know. It's I, I don't know. I can't even explain it. You know, what it is for me. No, I can understand from where your excitement is coming from. I, I definitely can definitely feel that vibe. Um, I've got some other yeah. questions just to ask, but before I do off script, um, I just wanted to see um, if you can um, give us an idea of how has COVID affected you in your area? Well, we had like, you know, like it's, what, it's almost three years now, right? So mm -hmm. um, the first two years, um, you know, like we were in, in sort of a lockdown type of position. Yes. Um, you know, and, and 
we haven't had the scale of of um, fatalities, you know, that you have in the U.S. But then the population is, you know, what three times more than ours or more? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And um, you know, but it has affected people a lot, and, and I think a lot of it is is um, emotional. Um, you know, more emotional um, consequences than actual physical um, illness or death. Even though we did have that, and and it was. Um, you know, horrible, you know, it was horrible for people on a day-to-day existence, yes. but, um, but we're coming through this, and, and, like, I mean, I would still wear my mask when I go into, like, drugstores and, and public places, you know, just because, you know, um, you know, drug, people that are sick go to the drugstore to get medicine, so I don't want to be. Right. <laughs> Is it mandatory? But Is it mandatory to wear masks? Because no, over no, here, we... No, it's not mandatory. Mm-hmm. No. Not anymore. It was for a while, but it isn't any longer. But we still have our a lot of um, people in, in the stores and, and restaurants and stuff, servers and stuff, wear masks. Yes, you know, that's what we do the over mask here. It isn't about protecting you, it's about protecting someone else yes. from you. You know, like if you're carrying something. So, um, you know, that sort of thing. And we've, we've gotten free COVID tests here. Mm-hmm. So we can take a rapid test um, anytime anybody's feeling ill. You know, you can go up and pick, you know, five of them up in a box. And, yes. And, uh, yes. You know, test yourself whenever you feel it's necessary. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Okay, so um, what I wanted to see is if you could share with our listeners, where can we find you in social media? And do you have an author's page? I do not. Um, okay, no, that's uh, fine. No, I, I don't have an author's page, yeah. Okay, are you in the media Facebook. for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram? I'm on Facebook and I'm on Instagram. Okay, and what do we find you as? Uh, well, it would be perialrates at okay. Oh, no, that's an email address. Sorry. Um, <laughs> perialrates, actually, um, on Facebook. Okay. And I, I don't have a hashtag or anything like that. Okay, so that I'm sounds good. That, that sounds good. Okay. And, how, and Perio, how do you spell, how do you spell uh, your name uh, for our listeners, please? Uh, how do you, T-I-R-J-O, last name, R-A-I-T-S. Okay. I and like Willie, that. Willie, uh, Willie will be putting all this on our uh, social media and uh, link you out. I know you were talking to me about the photographer. Um, yes, yes. Yeah, it's, it's, they're Ralph and Ramberg, and they're uh, commercial photographers. that they, they travel all over the world um, taking photographs, and, and they are just, like, they're half of the book, right? I mean, there is just, you know, people often look just at photos when they pick up an art book, and, and their artwork and, and their photographer. photography is outstanding. How did you pick them or why did you pick them? Oh, they were friends of friends. Um, you know, like in the first book, um, the woman that sort of got the ball rolling on that, they were, they were some shirt-tailed relatives and um, they wanted to kind of make a little bit of um, inroads in, into British Columbia because they lived in Alberta and the oh, economy okay. was banking over there so anyway it's just been an ongoing kind of um you know um task or you know like we're all kind of excited about doing these and they also wanted to expand their um you know rise to see their work as well so yeah yeah they're, they're incredible they're really really good and what, is the, what, is your, what is your background 
my background, I'm, um, you know, I've done a lot of different jobs and, and I've been, a, you know, involved in the arts ever since I was, you know, little. Um, plus, I was in newspapers for, you know, the last years of my life or my work life. And so I was an editor and a reporter um, for local newspaper for, for 10 years and, and um, other places, you know, like worked in different cities. Um, in the newspaper business. So that's basically where my start was. And, and I always focused on writing about artists, you know, so that was one of my, my joys. And so this sort of follows um, my sort of interest in the arts and my interest in writing. So, I mean, it was a perfect fit and a perfect uh, kind of retirement project, you know, so. There you go. I'll never retire. I love I that. <laughs> yeah. You don't. I mean, anybody that that's creative or working or, or loves what they do, they don't stop. You know, yeah. like they, you carry on and you just find another way to do it. There you go. There you go. There you go. That's the word of the day. Keep on, keep on yeah. uh, doing your. Keep on, keep on, on. Keep on, keep on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I like that. Okay. So, um, yeah. my last question for you before um, Cassie plays a fun game with you, um, I wanted to ask you is. What would you say is your powerful message to our listeners involving your book? I would say that, um, you know, like art is everywhere. And um, if you just sort of open your eyes and look at how things are made possibly, or, you know, even think about what it takes to make something, like whether it's, uh, you know, um, cast iron hook, you know, um, or whether it, it's... Um, a ceramic pot or something like there there's an art and a skill that goes into making these um things that we see in our everyday life and some of them are handmade and some of them are not but the handmade ones are um you know it goes back you know to eons you know like ages um of learning you know through mankind uh, to create um everything I love that. They're yeah. so powerful and, and very profound. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Cassie's going to ask you six questions, and you just answer from the top of your head. It's called Speed Round. Okay. Go ahead, Cassie. <laughs> okay. Um, what three foods do you like? What? Sorry, what? Foods. Do you like to eat? What food do I like? Yeah. Oh, I like all food. Um, I think my favorite food is prime rib roast. Mmm, <laughs> yum. Yeah, we had steaks plate, over here last night, so yum. Great. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Comfort food. Yes, comfort food. And what, food, what foods don't you like? Oh, well, um, not, there isn't really anything I don't like. Um, but I, I'm some of the more foreign things I'm not familiar with, um, probably because I haven't really experienced them, you know, like, um, oh, I'm not a big fan of, um, um, I'm not a fan of everything, actually, I, I would have to say, like, there isn't anything that I don't like, um, except organ meats, I don't like organ meats. Oh, okay, liver, probably. <laughs> What's that? Liver. <laughs> Yeah, liver and kidneys and stuff like that. No, I, I don't like anything that 
pumps or squeaks or have a function. Really. <laughs> I don't either. Don't like it either. <laughs> now, liver, I think, is on the top of the list, right? Uh, uh, Willie, most yes. of our uh, listeners. Yeah, yeah. mostly everybody's well, just like us. We don't like the liver. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, are, um, what, uh, what books, um, your favorite books that you've read uh, either in the past or recently? Oh, favorite books. Um, mm. uh, geez, I'm just trying to think here. You know, like I read so many and then I just, as soon as I read them, I forget all about them. Um, oh, yeah. Let's see. Um, mm. is, there a theme? is there a theme of, of uh, books that you read or do you read any? Well, I, I, yeah, I, I like um, biographies and autobiographies. I really enjoy um you know, how people, you know, finding out why people did what they do or, you know, why they are the way that they are, that sort of thing. It would be my book of choice would be to go to one, something like that, let's say the, you know, the life of Leonard Cohen, perhaps, or or some somebody else that I admire, cool. um, Picasso, say, and that sort of thing, because I, I want to know what makes people tick. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any yeah. favorite TV shows? Oh, um, I like, um, actually, I like some very strange um, TV shows. Um, I liked Alone, you know, where they're, they're all, you know, camped out in the Arctic. And have uh, to yes. Mm -hmm. However many days, I like that. Mm -hmm. um, I like, uh, what else do I like? I like a lot of the, the Knowledge Network programming. Um, you know, some of the British... Um, um, mystery things. I like those. I like, you know, um, I mean, I even watch, I mean, this is, don't tell anybody, but I watch like 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> I love that show. I watch it with my mom. It's so I mean, addictive. It, uh, you know, like I, I have a, a real curiosity about people and, and that, that's what, that appeals to me. Like, um, you know, I don't know if it's all half of it's faked or real or whatever, but, but I just, you know, I'm also interested in the programs that um, that that speak to human um, yes. foibles, you know, and and why they do what they do and and how they react and stuff like that. Um, you know, like yeah, and, and you know, like I like the British um, on foreign actually Netflix. I watched um, a fair bit of that, um, but it it it's about. Um, you know, any shows where they show human frailty or human experience are, are the ones that I watch. Oh, now what about movies? What are your, have you seen any recent movies? I haven't or seen any movies for a couple of years. Mm. But um, I like movies, like things like one of my favorite, all-time favorites is Fargo. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's kind yes. of uh -huh. very black humor. Um I don't, I don't go for science fiction or animation. Um, I'm too pragmatic for that, you know. So, um, I just, yeah, I can't think of anything in particular. I haven't seen a movie for so long. I forget what it's like to sit in a theater. <laughs> oh, well, there's a good one coming out soon. Uh, it's the Downtown Abbey Next Generation. Oh, yes, yes, I love that that show, too. I mean, because there, again, you've got some really interesting characters and great character development. Right? Yes. So those are the kind of shows that I like to watch. Old movies. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. What Not else did you have, Kathy? Um, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna let you uh, come up with uh, some interesting questions. <laughs> okay. Um. Do you like to cook? <laughs> I love to cook. I I'm oh, a good cook. Yeah. I like to cook, and I cook a lot of um, uh, foreign dishes. Like um, you know, like uh, we used to. You know, when I was back when I was married, we used to have international dinners, and everybody would contribute to say an Indian dinner, you know, or a, you know, we have a big globe and we put a finger on something. Okay. Well, this couple has to cook from Peru or something, you know, so we have to do a lot of research and, and find out what, what kind of foods were there or South, you know, uh, Creole cooking or, you know, any, any different, something different than what we normally cook as comfort food. And it was really fun. And, but it also sparked my, um, interest in, in different flavors and, and different um, ways of preparing things. So, so yeah. It, that, that, used to be, that was really popular. I don't know if it was popular in the States, but it was very popular in Canada. And I always enjoyed that. Um, what you would have a group yeah. of people and then you would like, what, once a month or uh, yeah. have exactly. a statement. And yeah. No, that, that was cool. Now, you're, uh, you're fr originally from Finland? Yes, I was born in Finland. Yeah, and came to Canada when I was just a wee, wee little girl. Now, do you do you um, uh, cook your uh, like from from Finnish? No, I don't. I think the only thing Finnish that that's Finnish would be like is potatoes. <laughs> oh, okay. Do they do them. A, do they you know. do them a certain way? No, no, just the same way everybody does. But, you know, like the Finns, when I traveled there once uh, to visit relatives and stuff, he had the little, those little new potatoes for almost every meal, you know, in, in oh, the summer really? right? Yeah. And they eat a lot of fish and uh, potatoes and, and um, you know, a lot of sort of more huskier, you know, root vegetables and stuff like that. You know, like, um, yeah, like it's not very... Um, uh, not very different. Like I think that you know, if, if anybody knows Northern European cooking, it's it's pretty much that. Like you know, a lot of the basics. You know, like a lot of root vegetables. And, you know, mushrooms. They love mushrooms. You know, healthy. Like yeah, health, healthy. <laughs> yeah, healthy food. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love yeah. that. Do you have any favorite desserts? Favorite dessert. Hmm. I think I like things like um, strawberries and whipping cream. Yes. Know, or, or maybe, um, maybe in a you know in a cake format or something. But I'm not a big dessert eater. Like the Finns don't eat a lot of dessert. I mean, if they do, it would be um, berries and things like that. You know? Wow, so, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, it is. It um, like as a kid growing up, we didn't. I mean, like, some people have dessert with every meal, you know, basically. We didn't, you know, like, dessert was on special occasions, you know, like, you know. Uh, you know it was a treat. It was a treat. <laughs> so I'm curious, yeah. is yeah, it tradition? A is it tradition of drinking tea? Is that real? It's sorry, what? Is it tradition of drinking the tea during the day? Is that real? Oh. Um, they don't, you know, one of the things that I, that I remember about, Finland or you know is coffee you know okay. like um you know you get introduced to coffee fairly young <laughs> and what they would do interestingly enough is that they would you know i don't know if it was 
you know, just with kids and old people or something. But, but what they would do is you'd have a cup and saucer and they would pour the hot coffee into the saucer and you would put a sugar tube in your mouth and you would, you know, drink the coffee from the saucer because it would be cooled off enough and then just suck it through the, the sugar tube. Oh, you know, how right? cute. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're yeah. learning new stuff today, Cassie. Pardon? We're learning new stuff today. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, exactly. Yeah, that's what we like. We want to educate our listeners and uh, learn something uh, new from our uh, guests for sure. This has been this has yeah, been well, a pleasure. I, uh, I, I, and, and well, actually, it's a long story, so I won't get into it. But um, you can say a little bit about uh, Nikki Samuel's uh, one of yeah. your. Um, uh, welders. <laughs> yeah, she said her her label is Tiny Tough Welder or Tough Tiny Welder, one of the two. Mm-hmm. And she is just um, she's under five feet tall, and she is um, dynamic. You know, uh, I'm going to say dynamic because she is just full of life. She's full of curiosity, a good sense of humor, and a very playful person. And, and she does a lot of you know. Um, I mean, who would ever thought someone, you know, as tiny as her would be a welder? But she, she is, and, and she's done some incredible work. She works like a man, and <laughs> and she, you know, she's just this tiny little thing. And we have a number of women in the book too, actually. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah, well, that's what Which that's what great. You want to put the put the women out there and as uh, women that do yeah. uh, unique things. And that's unique. Oh, absolutely. You know, because as, as women, I mean, it, it, it's amazing what we do and what we can do and how we can do multiple things at the same time. You know, like, it, you know, we are, a, you know, um, I don't know, better half of the planet, I'd say. <laughs> All right. Let's hear it for women power. <laughs> well, it is. But, but women are the ones that, you know, keep things going, you know, like, yeah. Um, everything like women are, are so accomplished at, at so many things and, and you know it, it's wonderful um yeah it's, it's women are wonderful that's what i think <laughs> you know, how many how many welders have you um put in the book well there's 24 people in the book okay and i believe there's five of them that are women so there's um you know, like there's sculptors and, and there's welders and there's black farriers and there's, um, yeah, like um, one of the farriers, um, horseshoers, is a woman. And, uh, you know, like they're a greedy bunch of women in, in the sense that they, you know, like the medium that they work with is almost like their personalities too. Like they're very strong women. It's really well, cool. Well, yeah. Uh, this has been a very interesting uh, subject today. What do you think, Willie? Oh, I've enjoyed every minute of it. And we definitely want you back. Um, hopefully you can come back in the fall. That'll be around maybe like around August, September. We'd love to have you come back and give us updates on your book and any other projects and other shout-outs you'd like to give at that time. Well, sounds great. Yeah, no, this has really been fun. And, and like, I mean, who would have thought, you know, here I've got a you know, <laughs> podcast, you know, and Texas and Florida, you know. Yeah, That's there amazing. you go. Podcast yeah. is like the biggest yeah. trend right now. So yeah, everybody, almost anybody is able to make a podcast. And thanks to people like Anchor, that you can create a free podcast. You know where wow. the possibilities yeah. are endless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, 
Educate the masses. Educate the masses. Yeah, well, you, you know what? Educate them through um, conversation and yes. through, um, you know, human experience. I, I think yes. that that is like a, an amazing way to, like you say, educate and, and entertain people, right? Well, it's, I think the pandemic, I, one of the reasons I've been wanting to do this for a long time and... Uh, um, I knew uh, Willie through another ra- radio show, and we just started talking, uh, texting one day, and here we are. Uh, what is it? Eight months now, uh, Willie? Yeah, yes, this is already our second uh, season. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's been a well, lot of incredible. Yeah. Yes, meeting someone uh, as interesting as you, and I really appreciate you uh, for your book. Do you have, do you have a new name for the ne- for the next book? Do you have a name yet? Yes, the, the that next book, it, you know, providing it happens, it will be called Out of the Out of the Earth. Okay. Out of the Earth. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, and I'm excited about, um, you know, I know some amazing um, potters and, and ceramic artists, and and also I've seen so much amazing glasswork, you know, and, and it's uh, yeah. So I would love to feature those. The colors, the colors for uh, oh. black. Oh yeah, phenomenal! Yeah. No, is your book? Is your, looking forward to it. Is your book also it. on just paperback, or is it also available for ebook? Um, I do not believe it's available for ebook. It's on paperback. It, okay, it's, that's uh, fine. A large format paperback um, book, just out of the fire and out of the woods. is the same. It, they follow the same type of format, you know. So they're both both available on on um, um, Amazon. For the United States. Awesome, a nice, I cannot a, a, a nice coffee table, nice coffee table. Yeah, they are a nice coffee table book, and, and the amazing thing is that they um, men like them and look at them and read them, you know, because you usually can't, you know, you get an art book on the table and you might flip through it once, but this one is a little, these ones are a little more intriguing for men because it's some of the hobbies that they have themselves. And right? you have that map, too, that you, you, you teased earlier. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Father's Day is coming up, you know. Good book for the the old boy. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Yes. There you go. <laughs> well, That's thank a good you. Tagline, now, Willie. Yes, exactly. I love that. Thank you so much for spending time with us. We know that you know you still have your rest of your your morning to go through. But thank you so much for spending time with us this morning. It means a lot. Well, well thank you so much for having me on. I really uh, appreciate it, and uh, yeah, no, it's a great experience. Yeah, and, and you guys get to sound like a lot getting, of fun. And thank you for getting up so early. I'm I'm almost noon here. Willie, you're what about uh, ten, eleven o'clock? Yeah, it's ten forty-three over here. Yeah, and yeah, uh, <laughs> we got you up really yeah. early for this. <laughs> oh no, I'm usually awake, but I'm glad that it was an audio and not a vid- video. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't do videos. I'm not, I'm not I don't. That. No, I get anxiety. Yeah, I have anxiety, so I I can't I can't do video too long. So I wouldn't be able to do it if I wanted to. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's it's great. I I really appreciate um, you um, reaching out and um, having me on. And, um, yeah. You guys sound like a lot of fun. Yes, it's our pleasure. So much fun. And you t- and you too. And you too. <laughs> well, great. Well, there we go. <laughs> Well, you Thank definitely you made much. some besties today, so definitely keep in touch with us, and we will with you. And um, like I, I said, will. you're welcome to come back anytime that you like. Okay, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
Yeah, okay, but okay. Bye, ladies. Bye. Bye. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Kathy, you still there? I'm still here. All right. So, um, that was so much fun. Yeah, that was, that was different. That was different. And a uh, good idea, a Father's Day uh, gift for that uh, coffee table uh, book. It looks it looks fascinating. I, I'm... I was oh, I so know. intrigued when I saw the cover. Out of out of the fire. Out of the fire. As soon as I saw it, I know the book lover in me wants to get it, but I have to be yeah. I have to be disciplined right now because I'm saving money for the trip coming up for summer break with Jenna. I hear you. So I was I like, Oh, I'll just have to get it after we get back from our break because I know me, if I spend it then I'm just gonna not have that much money for my for vacation. <laughs> Oh my god, I just saw it on Twitter. There was some woman that spent like $400, $400 worth on books. Wow. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I told her, wow, that's amazing. She's supporting so many authors. But I couldn't do that. As much as I would love to do something like that, that's like a lot of books. And then the question is, where would you put all that? Well, that's that's true. That's true. Yeah. But I think I think there's a, a resurgence of books. There's nothing like holding a book. Oh, I know. Uh, I love that new book smell. It's really cool. Yeah. There's a there's a, a bookstore down here called Haslam's, and it's been, I, it's breaking everyone's heart. The the family is closing it, and it has been here in the St. Pete area for, for eons and eons and i forget how many books uh, they had i i hope they're going to have an auction uh, of the books uh in the store uh Aww. but i know it's there's nothing there's nothing i don't know it's like it's like holding a treasure and you um, can go back you know you can go back and you can read it you can look at your at your pictures it's uh it's different having having and i think i think they're uh it's coming around again books books people are interested in books and what's it called <laughs> The store? Uh, the bookstore here. The bookstore here is called Haslam's. Haslam's. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, dear listeners, you should, go, pass you by. should Google it. You, you should Google it. Uh, yeah. Um, really, because it's it has quite a, quite a history. Quite a history here in St. Pete, Florida. Yes, that sounds definitely intriguing. Um, hopefully, our listeners, if they're in that area, they can also check it out. Um, that sounds like a really cool store. It's a shame that we lose. So many wonderful. Yeah, yeah, I think I think the family sold it, and it's going to be condos. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's usually how that goes, that route. Yeah. Well, Cassie and I have some big news to share. As you all know, that tonight is the season finale to um, already season two of um, Big Sky on ABC. So pay close attention, because spoiler alert. Jensen Ackles is playing um, the new sheriff, and you all know him from Days of Our Lives. Remember, he was a uh, oh, who was it, Cassie? Didn't he play Eric Brady? Oh, okay, yeah. So okay. this is on ABC. This is a, this is a regular on ABC. Yes, ABC tonight. Um, I want to say it starts at eight o'clock. I think maybe seven. You can check your list. Check a list. Check your local listings. But I want to say seven o'clock, eight o'clock at night. And uh, yeah, okay. so tonight's the season finale, and then he'll pop up in the in the in the season finale as a new sheriff. And the good news is he's he's going to be a recurring character for season three, and so is Reba McIntyre. Oh, well, 
well, well, I heard that it was uh, taken on for season three, so yes. everyone is, uh, they're, they're binge-watching right now. <laughs> yes, it's getting good. So I hope all our listeners can watch it tonight, because I want it to be the highest, most watched episode of the season. The more people can watch, the ratings get soaring, and then we can get another season after that. There we go. And don't forget, it also stars Michelle Pfeiffer's other sister, um, Didi. Didi Pfeiffer. Oh, oh, that's right, that's right. Okay. okay. Yeah, Didi Pfeiffer is on there. So, did you know that? That yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer has a sister. <laughs> I just found that out myself. Coming, it's all coming together, and we're going to be doing an interview with her on another uh, radio show uh, next week. Correct. I believe so. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's all all networking. It's all good. Yes, yes. Any updates coming up for any more guests, or are we still on standby? Um, I have another uh, author coming on. Uh, I spoke to her this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I may uh, post some of her artwork. It's um, I met her on Twitter, and her artwork is phenomenal. She is in a wheelchair. She's disabled, and her artwork is unbelievable that this woman can do what she can do. Um, And uh, she will be telling her story, and uh, hopefully within the next two weeks we will have uh, Anna Camozzi is her name. Nice. And then next week we get to – I'll be getting to interview Cassie, and we get a little insight into Cassie's – Cassie's life, like she did me last oh, time. Remember, she, remember, Cassie, you interviewed me. Now it's my turn to interview you. <laughs> so that'll be next week. We got so much fun. Did you have any special recipes for us for today, or is that for another day? Oh, well, today uh, I've, uh, uh, I've got my um, chicken breast, and I'm going to hammer it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a... Um, Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna fry it in uh, a nice breading and lots of garlic, and I'm gonna have uh, pasta on the side. So I will have a picture uh, later today. Oh, I, I can't nice wait! Salad. Oh, I got a nice salad. It has um, uh, shredded apple and walnuts and uh, gorgonzola gorgon gorgonzola cheese. Nice, nice. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I think I'm going to make me some um, corn dogs for lunch, but tonight for dinner I'm going to be making just regular tacos. And Jenna doesn't like eating the shells, so for her it turns into a taco salad. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, well, Taco Tuesday, right? Taco Tuesday, <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. So what did you have last night, Cassie? I, I, we went all out last night. We made steaks. Uh, we got sliced cucumbers, um, oh, chef salad, I and... I saw your yeah, the orange juice. Yeah, I'm trying to stay away from too many sodas, so I'm doing pretty good right now. I'm drinking a lot of water. Um, it's not because I have to drink away from sodas. It's just I don't want to be too addicted to sodas because I'm noticing that too many people are getting um, kidney kidney problems drinking too many sodas. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's the thing. And you become addicted to them. The more you drink, the more you want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah if you can even replace one, one a day with water, it's uh, it's better. I can Last do maybe I, one I, or two a day. I, I was catching myself not to drink too many, but I've noticed other people can drink like nonstop all day long. I'm like, oh no, I don't want to be that person because I already see that you can just get yourself sick like that. 
yeah, yeah. No, we have to have to curb that. I had macaroni and cheese, and I uh, I put broccoli in, the, in a nice salad last night. Nice. <laughs> well, before we leave, everybody, we just want to see everyone have a great day, and um, stay safe. I hear a lot of people are going through different weather changes out there. I heard about the storm going out in was in New York. The rain, yeah. it's raining out there, yeah. and then, ooh, bless those people out in Boston. I heard about the shooting in Boston. Did you, Cassie? Um, Buffalo. Buffalo, that's what it is. Buffalo, that's a Boston. Buffalo, Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh my gosh. And you know, this is crazy, but I still blame the bad uh, gun law situation. Because well, that's just too many people. Yeah, there's, yeah well, he, he he apparently had problems in high school. I mean, the, the laws have to change. Uh, uh, these people are posting uh, things, and uh, the, the you know the, the the law says, "Well, we can't do anything until they until they do something." And this is heart this is heartbreaking, just heartbreaking. Do you he have Do you have any yeah. insight of what what happened up there? Because um, I barely found out myself. I thought it was Boston, but it, okay, it was Buffalo. Okay, oh, that's it what Buffalo, it was. Buffalo, and he apparently drove. I don't know how many counties. I don't. I forget how many hours he drove mm. specifically to that to that mall, which is it's devastating. So he it was. Didn't live in the area. Didn't even live in the area. It was malicious then. Yes, and he and he was posting. He was posting. Uh, uh, I think live streaming what he what he was planning on doing. Oh my God! And nobody stopped him. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. This is one of those situations where media is bad because nobody yeah. did nothing, and so yeah. what do you do with that? Yeah. All right. All so before we get ready to leave, Cassie, why don't you catch us up on what's going on with days? Uh days, days. Yesterday, um. Well, uh, Trip uh, flew out the window. Oh. Uh, he became the devil, and he flew out the window. <laughs> how did he? Um, how did he trip off the window? What happened? Give us a little details. He was. Uh, I, I think I don't know where they were. I don't know if they were at a church. And he went up the stairway and was up on the top floor. And um, he said, "No, I have to say Valley and please and come into me." And so the devil went into Trip. And I uh, said, well, and they said, oh, we've got to save Trip." And he said, no, you can't save me. And he jumped out the window. But there's a surprise coming. Yes, so yes. Uh, yeah, that's, that's going to be trip. exciting. I love Trip. I, did so. you ever notice that Trip is actually accident prone? That poor guy, he, he's always tripping. <laughs> literally, that's his name. I think that's why they call him Trip, because he just literally is like accident prone. Which is funny because you remember Ben used to be that way. Ben used to get into accidents yeah. all the time. Well, and then uh, Bo came. Uh, did you see it yesterday? No, I'm a little behind. You can catch me up. Yeah, it was it was nice. Uh, uh, Bo uh, uh, yesterday he uh, he saved. He came in and and saved the baby. So. Okay, yeah, that was yesterday. The- okay, I'll make sure to check it out. I wasn't sure if he was coming on yesterday or today. Yeah. It was yesterday. And that was just one scene and then that's it? And him and Hope, I guess, will be on Beyond Salem. Uh, So uh, the fans are looking forward to that. Yes, and don't forget, it was Cassie and I that broke the first news for you that Steve Byrne has joined Beyond Salem. There you go. It's going to be so (laughs) much fun. All right, everybody. Well, don't forget to uh, keep tuning in because you never know what we're going to talk about next. 
And today's today's podcast has been brought to us. And our listeners, if you have any ideas, uh, Will, what is the uh, email to get in touch with you? Oh, yeah. You can email us at uh, willycassiefanmail at gmail.com. And if you have any ideas or any uh, one that wants to come on the uh, podcast, uh, get in touch with us. You can uh, uh, DM me on um, BarefootBlonde5 on Twitter. And Willie? Yeah, you can find me at uh, View Willie's on Twitter and Willie's View Podcast on Instagram and Willie Cassie Caster on Facebook for me and Cassie. That's our podcast Facebook page. There you go. So see you soon. And um, all right. Keep well. Stay. Keep well. Stay safe. Um, I'll pick Cassie on the hot spot today. Cassie, what is the song of the day? What is the song of the day? Is yeah. that any song? Yeah. <laughs> I want to oh. see which is what what song is in your head today. I heard a good oh. one earlier, but um, it's yeah, funny. Well, it's I, it's a I, cute there, song. Now I follow someone on um, on uh, Twitter, and it's funny because he says, "Oh, you know, who's your favorite artist? Who's your uh, uh-huh. favorite song?" Not, and I swear, I'm the oldest uh, Twitter follower that he has. I'm I'm a, a hardcore Elvis fan. Anything Elvis, anything gospel, um, uh, and there's uh, so much happening uh, with this movie uh, that's coming out. Oh, um, I can't wait for the movie! I've seen behind the scenes; it looks so good. Yeah, uh, Priscilla has come forward, and, and I'm feeling a little uh, better about Lisa Marie. She's uh, it's kind of given her a boost. She saw the movie and. The granddaughter saw the movie. They've been through a, a rough time. Oh, okay, they're not going to be in the film? Pardon? They won't be in the film? No, no, no. Oh, okay, this is interesting because I thought sometimes they do that where they bring some real-life family members. Sometimes they put them in films like that. But that, either way, I'm looking forward to it. I'm a big Elvis Presley fan, so definitely. Well, it looks like it's uh, it's going to be a good one. So we'll, uh, we'll wait and see. I think, what is it, released in June or July? Yes, this uh, yeah, yeah, this summer. All right, then yeah. we'll just pick one of your favorite artists, which is Elvis Presley, and we'll say the song of the day is Jailhouse Rock. Say that again. <laughs> Jailhouse Rock. Jailhouse there Rock. <laughs> I wish I could remember the lyrics, but I can't even remember. It's too early. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.